Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. The high voice and the low voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Amy's voice is high, just a low note. True. I'm, yeah. I speak on a lower note, but my timbre is higher. You know. Whatever. Okay, Lauren. <laughs> anyway, are you so, oh. Welcome back to the Morelli <laughs> Podcast. This is episode 132. Woo! Woo! Which means we've done 132 episodes of this podcast. Ha. This podcast will be fully on our YouTube and our Patreon. So hello, hang out with us for our full hour today, YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Woo-hoo! Um today we be by we, I mean they are going to be talking about what? Your cycles. What? Then? Amy You're not will be silent. You think I'm not going to... I don't have anything to add. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. So they're going to be talking. I'm going to be listening. We're all going to learn some new facts today. Some fun facts. So if that sounds good to you, you know, keep watching, blah, blah, blah. And thank you for joining us here. And if you'd love to support our podcast, join our Patreon, where we're doing lots of fun stuff all the time, guys. Check it out below. We post all the episodes oh, on there? Yes, we post all the full episodes on our Patreon, which I think I said. And if I didn't hear. All of them are on there. If you want every single one, yeah, you got to go there. Including episodes. next week. Let's tell them what we're doing next week. Oh. Let's give them a preview. Next week, we are doing. I'm so excited for this. A few weeks ago, we did the rules for relationships one, where we went through the list and we said oh, like what we think fun. about them. Next week, we're doing our rules for parenting. So this are these are more like theoretical, yeah. Because it's like more older like parenting kids. older kids. Or like I mean, what we think I feel like do. for all of us, it's theoretical because none of us have older well, kids yeah. yet. You know, yeah, it's feel totally like theoretical. But it'll it's be like, interesting to hear the opinions. It's what we think we're gonna do. We are that list that has like um, parties, curfews, sleepover, drinking, all those things. We're gonna say what our parenting oh. opinions are. It's gonna be interesting at this time. <laughs> As a parent of a one-year-old, I'm really yeah. facing those things. We might eat <laughs> all of our words in about 17, 18 years. So Probably. We'll see. It's, we'll it's see. still an interesting topic. So, yeah. So, before we start, we do our highs and our lows, ladies. So, Woo-hoo. let's get into it. Let's break the ice. Oh, I want to say um, I'm... Ba- I assume most of you are watching. Yeah, most of you are watching this and not listening. But if you hear Tristan, she's like, wah, wah. she's getting ready to go to sleep and she just like squirms a little. So I have to bounce her a lot and then she'll pass out. But she's she's trying to pass out right now. So I just have to be a little aggressive for now. Yeah, she's sitting okay. on a, like a ba- uh, one of those exercise balls in case you're wondering. If I stop bouncing, then she's like, giddy up, lady. <laughs> so I gotta keep going. Not she's a stern mistress. Okay, <laughs> so who wants to go first with their high and low? Oh, I can go. You tell us, um, I would say my low, it's it's not horrible, but it's just this morning has been kind of stressful. Mm. Um, my husband's having some car trouble, so we're trying to figure that out. Not the car uh, trouble. That's yeah. And it's just like, he's borrowing a car, so he's uh, figuring out a car for work, and it's just like, uh, and then they're like, oh, we don't have the car, I need to do another day, and we're just like, oh my gosh. And on top of that, I had to take one of my sons to the doctor this morning by myself, so my mom was watching the other twin, so I was taking Leo. Oh, that's weird. So, I mean, it was fine, it all went fine, but it's just kind of stressful, like, oh, make yeah. sure that like, yeah. we go to the right place and everything, and it was far away, and you know, oh my gosh, hopefully he eats, and like, anyway, it ended up being fine. But it was just stressful this morning, and I'm like, I got here, and I'm like, <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. definitely kind of my low, it's just like a little stressful, but hopefully we get everything, we will get everything figured out, just gotta figure it out. And then my high, it's weird. My high was this weekend. I literally did nothing this weekend. Hmm. I like, we, we intentionally said no to a few things that I really wanted to do, but I was like, you know what? We've gone out so, like gone places so much Just last couple weekends. party animals. I mean, yeah, it was like family gatherings, but then like friend <laughs> gatherings, but which were great things. But we were just kind of like, oh, we need to like stay home, catch up on stuff. I literally went through my closet and like got rid of, I don't even know. Oh, I have clothes for you guys. Oh, I got rid of like five to six bags of clothes. I oh, love it. Organized Minimalism. my wardrobe, got all my fall too. stuff out, put my summer and spring stuff away. For you, it Kat. was amazing and so needed. And when I got dressed, I was like, bam, grabbed it. Oh, I forgot about this turtleneck. Ooh, grabbed it. It was love quick. it. I love the turtleneck. So yeah, it feels good. I like my closet is very organized and you do have a minimalistic. Oh, it feels so good when your closet's organized. Right? It takes like, it's it took me like a fraction reliever. of the time to get ready because I wasn't oh going gosh. through all these clothes I don't even like to try to find one thing I liked. Mm. 
Love to see so, yeah. But anywho, so that's my high and low. I think my low is that I was so tired on Friday. I was like, I'm going to cry. I don't remember. Oh, because I was with Barrett like most of the day. <laughs> so I was like. You're like, all right, let's play take a nap. I, yeah, as if he would never. Barrett would be oh, like for I one second. Like the sleeping game where I go like. And then I like wake up and scare him. And he likes that. I do that when I'm tired. <laughs> Whenever I lay down on the couch and try to rest for a sec, the twins come over and go and start smacking me. I'm like. Okay, okay. Let's yeah, I, do I, I think it's funny. But I think I just had a long week and I was very tired. So I was like going through the day like a little bit of a zombie. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm literally so tired. But I didn't cry. So that was nice. But uh, yeah. You're probably, too, you're probably too tired. The tears couldn't come. Literally. Too much. And energy. I was like, I have to wash my car. And I was mm. just really, really getting out there. Was, was that when Barrett was washing the car? Yes. Barrett literally oh. came over and stole the vacuum from me. <laughs> and I was like, sir, I have work to do. I was like, "You we're, we're professionals here. Like, you're not on the level yet. <laughs> so I stole I mean, it back. Just give him a white microfiber cloth. I'm sure I he'd stole, do a great Kat, job. Do you bumming. think he would like that over the vacuum? That's oh, true. No. That's true. He no, can't. I had to be like, sorry, can't all compete. done. Got to go. Um, so it was good. And then, um, that night was a high. It was really nice. Me and my roommate, um, we watched a movie together that was not very good. Um, but it was still fun. We watched When Harry Met Sally. I was going to say, like, tell us the movie. I it's did not, not like that movie. It's just not it's so overhyped. Everyone's like, wow. Is this Tom? I, whichever one? I did not no. like it. Tom Hanks? Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. Why did I think oh, it was Tom Hanks? Oh, I'm thinking of, what is that? You've Got Mail? Sleep is in Seattle. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, Sleep is in Seattle, I, I feel like it's pretty good. I don't remember all it. those old rom-coms. Me too, so good, but, but this not one is that not one. good. I'm sorry, guys. What I don't know if you like it. 90s? You can fight me in the comments. Might even be like late 80s. 89, I think. Yeah. But like, all it just born, wasn't wow. that great. Sorry. Was it a little like misogynistic? I only watched it like? a little. <laughs> I feel like little? that was my vague memories. Like not really treating women the best way. It wasn't. And I was just like, I'm purely watching this for Meg Ryan right now. Love Meg Ryan. Because I love She's her. She's literally the queen of She is my home. queen. Blonde person? Yes. yes. Uh, curly hair. She's oh, never the mind, don't best. Know. I love her so much. You yeah. definitely cool. know who she is. Should pick. I'm thinking of a straight-haired Bob blonde. She does straighten it sometimes, but sometimes. I think it's curly. Um, This lady? She's an icon. Oh, yeah. I feel like Laura I would have no know. idea. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe she's still, I'm not like, sure why older she would know her. or, like, younger, whatever, 90s what would she, person. Okay. What would she be in that Lauren would know of? Um, uh, that's what oh, I can think okay, of. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What have about. you seen yeah. her? She I don't so know. Movies. Things. The internet. I watched older movies sometimes. You got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. She was in Top Gun. She hasn't one. been in anything for I so long. That. Oh, they show I've... flashbacks of her in Top Gun. Yes. And I think I watched You Got Mail. Okay. Oh, that, that one is interesting. It's cute. Yeah, I kind of I don't really remember. Um, okay, my low was yesterday. I was just like working like a dog all day and working for me. <laughs> yeah, know? I feel that. And it's I'm just working like, like a dog. Yeah, that's a song. Um, um, what's it called? Buy, buy me a, a boat. boat. I can buy me a boat. <laughs> yeah, great song. Um, anyway, I was just like. I don't know. I was just so tired and annoyed. And I was like, all I do is slave away for this family. And <laughs> just I like, like, I don't know. And I was just annoyed because then all I want to do is just like go into the abyss. Mm. And I'm just like, mm. I don't want to like go into the abyss. You know what I mean? Like, and when I say that, I mean like, I just want to lay in my bed, watch TV and just be like, oh, I don't exist. And it's like, why? <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's so annoying, yeah. even though I did want to do it. Like, I was annoyed that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I'm sensing some anger in my heart because I was so annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Really? Um, so that was my low, but then I turned it around as per usual. Wow. I went for a walk actually at like 8 p.m. I was like, everything. I'm coming out of the abyss right now. And I went on a walk. It was Lauren's like me to me. Walks are literally yeah. get out of the abyss now. Yes. Time for a walk. Um, and then my high was Saturday, I think it was. Yes. That was just a <laughs> great was day. So it was a great day. Okay, first off, I like had a great morning routine. Oh, yeah. I made a TikTok about I it. I remember that. It was oh, actually a good TikTok. Wait, I right, it was so like, cute. That was really good. Mm. She did a TikTok about yeah. like I don't keep Oh, up. probably because I was taking care of them alone, so I was like 
Yeah, I was like, how I turn my morning around after a rough night. And oh. I did turn my morning around because I did it what I... Good. Actually, no, I didn't do all of what I said in TikTok, but I did most of it. Liar! Oh, I planned yeah. She was just giving a lot of good ideas. You get what she get. Anyway, you get what um, get. <laughs> That's funny. but I did most of that. And then, like, I went to a little bonfire thing with a couple of my family. Oh, yeah! It was literally just us and Alex. And, and mom and dad and Joey came for a sex. Yes. Joey came through in his own. I wanted to go. Barrett would have wanted dirt. to go. That was fun. Was and then I went to a fall festival. <laughs> but it wasn't a festival. It was just a fall party that you guys didn't come to. Yeah, no. both of you. I wanted to come. Um, too and it. it was so fun and we danced for like an hour because I, I DJ'd and I do well oh, okay. DJing yeah it was just a good day overall like I just felt like live laugh love <laughs> you know <laughs> I put on before he cheats oh that was so and fun and it was so was funny lord I could see the rage like being expressed in Lauren's oh, soul for that song I needed that she was it so was great it was did you guys ever listen to I Hope by Gabby Barrett Cause that is oh. the whole, oh, I hope she I cheats hope. or something. No, I don't hope that. I want to dug my key into the side. Like I just oh, want to express love. that. I don't think yeah. I've ever been cheated on, but I love. I hope. Yeah, it's me such a either. Great song. So I'm like, no, I'm just trying to like get out my physical aggression. Yeah. Not like, oh, I, I hope she cheats yeah, on you. I, like, I, hope I don't rains. hope that. It's just oh, such a good melody. On yeah. So anyway, different types. We all want revenge different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're. Yeah, I want to take a Louisville slugger to both <laughs> headlights. Not just one, guys. <laughs> Two. Never I guess that, if I though. knew if I had been cheated on by someone who loved his car, maybe I'd relate. Yeah. But I'm thinking it just of feels nice of an to ex. Be like, mm. And he didn't care he about didn't his car. So it didn't really, oh, it would be like your video game console, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> A little that, slugger now that to your would be oh, satisfying. Yes. What, one because that was in like 1999 or whatever. What? <laughs> what? She was. She was. Me dating PS One was in 1999. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, I had a boyfriend at nine. Ooh. Yikes. Okay, Chris. You had like ten years. Yeah, sorry, 2009. Actually, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So let's oh, hear your high. Okay, so my yeah, love let's hear it. is. Your classic breakdown, you know, your mm. run of the mill. I feel that. <coughs> did I, what did it consist of? Let's it's it's it. more of your classic um, newborn phase, which I'm getting out of right now. Breakdown, newborn with a toddler breakdown. Mm. It's classic. just like where I'm like. So many times. Where I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be free again. Mm, and then yeah. it's like, wait, I am going to be free And you're like, again. I'm just one man. Okay. I'm like, I like, like trapped I'm like, I've been holding her like this. Luckily, it's like this. So I got to count my blessings. Like, I've been holding her all day. I put her down for 30 minutes total the entire day. And I'm going to try and take care of Barrett while doing oh, this. Whatever. And then hard. I'm like, it's not going to last forever. It's yeah. gonna, And then I'm like, you know what? You could wear her in this and you didn't have to physically hold her like Barrett. So I'm like, it could be so much worse. And then I actually, okay. the, it could be so much worse. Thing actually does work in this situation when I actually know what the worst is like. Yeah, because like, you can that feel the gratitude. Yeah, yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm like, I don't even care. Me back then would have like killed for this. So I'm like, mm. you be grateful when I'm like, I am grateful down. I am. And then it totally changed my attitude. Love so that shit. was that. And then my high is that we're really getting in like a routine with her sleep, which is a mm, really good that's routine. Awesome. It's really, I mean, it's going to change soon, but it's still good for now. I'm being grateful now. Love yeah. gratitude. I'm grateful because we didn't have this before. And I'm gearing up for the sleep regression to come. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm going to take you on because I've gotten some nights of sleep. I'm like already mentally preparing because that was like literally the worst time of my entire well maybe second worst of my entire life so mm. she goes to bed normally at like eight which is great mm -hmm. and then she wakes up at like two wow two thirty really and good. i feed her and then i roll her back not really roll her, i put her back in Aww. fascinet and then she wakes up at like five wow 30. so we get like a six hour stretch and then a three-hour stretch. Wow. And then I feed her. That's... And then she sleeps for like another two hours. And Do then I get Do you actually up. sleep? I don't sleep that much, but I sleep more than I did with Barrett. So Love that's good. I'm, I'm, I sleep like four, a four-hour or a five-hour stretch. And then I sleep like okay. one, two hours. 
maybe while she does three. Last night it was one while she did three. I could not stop thinking of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the podcast today. I was like, oh, I could say this. I think about that. Oh my God. So you got to get a night notebook where you put it by your bed and you just yeah, write like, the date so and you write everything you're thinking about. I think it's annoying. hormonal too. I don't no, even know I was thinking about that. Phone. I feel like the hormones can make you like make very you like restless. That happened to me too. So I just think about a bunch of stuff. But anyway, that was like, it's so nice to know like we wake up here, we wake up there and then we're done. It's like two wake ups. Or it's kind of like one wake up because then it's like 530. That's kind of like just the morning. Mm-hmm. But I might sleep it for is. another hour then until like 630. Love Maybe. it. Maybe. Probably not. Hey, guys, here we are popping in to tell you that this episode is sponsored by Better, Better Help. <laughs> so Better Help is online therapy, a place you can go to get help for the many challenges of life. And we've oh, talked yeah. about therapy for years now. We're mm-hmm. huge huge proponents of therapy. We've all done therapy and had like amazing transformations, I would say, from different moments, different times in therapy. And we always tell you guys, you need to go to therapy because I think everyone does. But I think a lot of people are intimidated and they're like, where do I even start? How do I find a therapist? And what if I like don't want to see them in person? You know, this is online. So I think it's great. You know, if you're like intimidated, this is the perfect place for you. And also it makes it so easy because they do a questionnaire that you fill out, which we all checked out. It's very it's- detailed. They they ask you a lot about like, what are your sort of like your lifestyle, your religious background? What are the issues that you're kind of coming to seek counseling for? So they can really, it's very specific to you so they can match you with the best therapist possible and just streamline the process which is so great Mm -hmm. for someone who's just coming into therapy yeah and finding a therapist can be like super intimidated intimidating i get really intimidated by i made Catherine buy me one so if you don't have a Catherine, this website better help will fix you right up they'll be your Catherine. and what if you're seeing your therapist and you're like I don't really click with this person. I don't think they're helping me that much. I don't think they're the right fit. This is amazing because you can switch therapists at any time, find a new one. In real life, it's like you already found one and then you're, well, real life. And then you're like, I have to like break up with my therapist, find a new one, which I've done this many a time, by the way. It's so worth it to keep trying until you find that right person. Because I've seen a lot of therapists in life and I've seen a lot that were like, they just weren't the right fit for me and it wasn't really helping me that much. But then I cannot tell you the difference once I find that therapist that really works for me and clicks with me. Guys, it is it is just absolutely life-changing. Such a difference. Just had so many crazy transformations. I just can't recommend therapy enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, therapy has really, really changed my life. Um, I started over 10 years ago and mainly for anxiety, but other, you know, OCD things as well. And um, it's just made a huge transformation. I feel like I'm, I don't even know who I would be if I hadn't been in therapy all these Same. years. It's just given me such, so many tools for coping that have helped me be like a calmer and more grounded person. And we do have a deal for you guys. So if you go to BetterHelp as in H-E-L-P dot com slash Cimarelli, you can learn more and get 10% off your first month. So if you want to check out that deal, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Cimarelli. It's going to be linked in the description. Check it out. You really deserve to turn your life around if you feel like it's it's going somewhere you don't want it to go or to get help with whatever you need. You deserve that. You need to live in whatever state that is, incredible amounts of stress, whatever's going on. You don't deserve to stay in that dark Mm-mm. place. You deserve to get out of there and get the help you need. So check out betterhelp.com slash Cimarelli. Try it out 10% off and keep trying until you find that perfect fit for you. It's so worth it. So now we have our five Pops, aka five perspectives and that's where we all give our perspective on a question or a topic and um lisa is not here so it's four pops today but give us your pop and you can be the fifth pop okay oh and we should mention I that it. i said mention every time i keep forgetting that lisa will be back she is i want to say caring for but really i guess supporting for caring for yeah. her husband through cancer treatment which is exhausting mm-hmm. i mean obviously i don't know but i can try to imagine mm-hmm. exhausting yeah. So she's very going through a lot right now. Obviously, their whole family is. So she's not working. She's working a little bit, but not very much right now. Um, so she'll be back as soon as she's able to. So keep them in your prayers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our question is, which Halloween candy would you eliminate, guys? Um, Tootsie Rolls? Candy corn, Smarties, or Good and Plenty? Oh, we should say we got this from Lisa's story. <laughs> we got this yeah. from Lisa's story. 
Because we all chimed in on it from her story. And we were like, wow, that's well. We, should we I mean, Kath was like, wow. We that's should great try question. to get stuff from Lisa for the podcast. So it's like a little bit of Lisa in yeah, the episode. That, that shout out to Lisa. I think that would be pretty stuff. easy. So comment below which one you would um, take out. And let's, all right, let's, let's hear, hear it, ladies. Tootsie oh. rolls, Tootsie rolls, trash. I actually I like. I can't believe that. I like so the good. other three. Good, good and good, blendies good. are actually great. Really okay. Love it. Tootsie rolls, trash. Good and blendies are like, it's like black licorice. Like black licorice. Okay. Okay. I like those. those are good. Wait, so what would you do? I would do those, but it's not like I hate them. You like Tootsie you rolls? You guys like smarties? I love You rolls? like Tootsie rolls? I just oh, Tootsie rolls are so good. It's unnatural. Wait, am I the only one who likes all four? No, I do not like smarties. I'm just a candy fiend. Okay, I love candy Tootsie corn. Rolls. I love Tootsie Rolls. I don't, I, Good and Plenty is neutral. Smarties is like chalk. Why oh would gosh, you eat I love them. chocolate? I love chalk. They're so Guys, good. They're like cold so almost good. when you eat them. Here's the thing. I no. love them. Chalk. Smarties are a close second Wait, what's to your? taking out. I hate right. Tootsie Rolls. Smarties are just like Lord depression is right. candy. Chocolate I is not know. meant to be weird and chewy like that. You, oh my gosh. I it's think not they're even chocolate so though. It's just good. different category. Just no, get it out of gross. your mind. I die for Tootsie oh, Rolls. Oh, you know what though? The ones so that are not chocolate can be acceptable sometimes. So oh, it's a texture? Like depending on the flavor. It's a texture thing? No, it's a flavor thing. Because she said the other ones are good, but not the chocolate. No, but she said it shouldn't be that texture. I just yeah, think that it's, it's just, just weird. Oh, it seems unnatural. Yeah. They are natural, and but it's good. And I also don't good. like the things that are super sticky in your mouth. Like, um, what are the ones that, like, Milk duds. <gasps> I love oh, milk duds. Like, they but I do feel like it's going to pull my fillings out. And I'm I like, do. I don't want to get a cavity. There's some candies I'm like, oh, I'm walking on the edge here. There's some fillings that are really? just kind of teetering. It's hard to eat them. It's a workout. a lot of fillings. But candy corn are my one true oh, love. I love candy I corn. Love, we all love candy corn. Wait, Lisa said heart. she didn't like candy corn in her story. I'm like, what? Because she says like it turns her veins into sugar. I you love like candy, candy corn. corn. It's so we love good. candy and corn. And you love hate Tootsie Rolls. Okay. I don't hate, a hate them. Word. I'll eat them in a moment of desperation, but I would never choose to eat one oh, yeah. if I had another choice. If I had all four of those on the table, that that's one's off. last. What would you grab? Okay, what would you grab first if they're on the table right now? Candy corn. Tootsie Rolls. Wait, what was the options? Candy, candy corn, corn, good and plenty. Good and plenty. But only Smarties. because I buy a bag of candy corn every fall and it's on my counter now. So I've been eating that like every Can day. Honestly, so I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> I buy candy corn every week. Right. <laughs> so bad. What would you get? Laura? Right now, um, right now? I would probably have Smarties actually because I haven't had them in a while. Really? Seems like I a good that. experience. Does anyone else get a really bad stomachache um, from candy corn? No. Yes, you have to be careful with your consumption. It's like it goes like this. Mm, mm, great, love no. it. Great, great, great. I get more no. of like a sugar crash. Like ugh. it's I the same it. thing it's with jelly so beans. I get a this horrible stomachache. This is why stomach I eat them one color at a time. She is. She does I have can't. it down. That is how you should do it if <laughs> you, you go don't want to get a stomach bite, bite, bite. Yes, so I eat them in three bites. I mean, sometimes I'll have like a few in one, but if, if I don't want to get a stomach ache, that's the way to go. Yeah, because it's too much. It's too much in your mouth at once. I wish, so like, I, wish I could it. do that, but I like you guys, a lot of them. The best once. combo ever, which I learned this year because I had candy corn and I had pretzel crisps in my room. Eat them together. That sounds really good. And the saltiness and the crunchiness of the pretzel crisps will, it like, oh, it's great. so good with the candy corn flavor because that the salt makes it like good. Because I feel like candy corn is like a honey somehow. white chocolate. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Not and I feel like that would be good with With the, with pretzels. the like salt and the crunch, it gives yeah. it a whole dynamic I that's hate gorgeous. White chocolate. Oh, I love white it's chocolate. It's gorgeous. Can I say one random thing? I saw a video. Yeah, okay. I get these kind of videos on my TikTok group of this guy talking about like how to be more like social or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was saying do's and don'ts or whatever. And he's like, if you're having small talk with someone or whatever, don't talk about the weather. Talk about food. And everyone will come away thinking you are so fun and had a great combo with you. Wait, talk that's about so food. Right. And I'm like, wow, you guys right now, you would love that. How combo. would you lead into it? I don't know. Eating anything I good lately? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I had this great like, shrimp. Oh, have you been to this? Local restaurant before? Oh, the bread was mwah, mwah, yeah. Mia. Yes, Italians come out. Yes. <laughs> the bread was Mama Mia. <laughs> yes, Just saying. No. I thought that was interesting. I think that I it is sense. really fun to talk about food. So. Or I would say food or TV shows or music in one of those three will hit. I like talking about like trips, like traveling and places you've been and stuff. Okay, I'm rich, rich over here. Yeah. Parenting. I always. It's always kids and parenting. 
Always. That is always. You're like, so do you spank your children? Do you have any kids? I don't know. I feel like that's a minefield minefield for being triggered. I'm I'm really good at navigating like what I can say with each person. I get nervous because I've definitely triggered people in the past. So I'm nervous (laughs) that I'm going to trigger them. Uh, well, yeah, I feel yeah, like you literally touchy. just say, I chose to do this, I didn't do this, without any type of opinion. And, and people, people are get like, triggered. No, you're right. You're it right. is such as the way of the world. You're right. So All right, so speaking good. of being triggered, let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about your cycle. Let's Yay. talk about For some cycle. reason, some of these things can be really triggering and some are not at all. Um, like just facts... Facts and logic, facts, facts, just facts. depending. Well, it's just personal. Like it's about what your body. Your body is always like sensitive. Vulnerable well, it is topic. really like it is a sensitive topic. It comes with a lot of weight. Quote went like that. You know. So we wanted to do. It's kind of like oh it's gosh. not exactly just things you didn't know. It's like things you didn't know, plus or maybe it is interesting. Depends things. on who you are, but most likely you didn't know these things. Most likely you didn't know Just these like things. Just like a good overview. And they're very intriguing and you should really know them because you're walking around in this body every day that you should probably no, learn some it things. Works. It's also really weird to me how, why is this not taught more? Why are women not more like taught about their cycles? It seems like a very basic biological thing, but most of my friends and I have talked about this and it's like, most of us didn't know anything until we were like in our 20s. Like you just don't know anything. You just like, oh, you have a period. That's it. Like you don't know anything about it. I feel yeah. like that's pretty much more the norm. It, yeah, it's it is very shocking. Standard. Which it's such a big part of your health that it's like we should talk about it more. Like, yeah, the amount of once I started once. OK, once I started trying to conceive and I with um, 2020 and I started reading like the what's it called? The fertility book that I love. Um, oh, I taking charge of your fertility. I learned a bunch more about your cycle. I was pretty shocked how much I didn't know. And then when I started talking to everyone I could possibly Every talk to day. about it, everyone. I was shocked at how much women older, way older than me, and 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 then younger than me, of course, did not know, did yeah. not have a clue. It was pretty shocking. So let's jump into this. Um, your cycle. What is your cycle? <laughs> what is it? I just feel like that's like my teacher, like my... um Putting your teacher hat on? 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 60-year-old teacher voice, which mm-hmm. got to be pretty old. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. Also, guys, this is literally a day in the life. Christina, oh, being like, gosh. let me tell you this thing. And we're like, mm. guys, I'm like, I tell, drop the class, drop the class, I drop. tell anyone who will listen about... They're psych about um, women's reproductive health. Look, really I love to hear it. I, I gotta tell, know. I tell every babysitter I talk to, it <laughs> comes up. I'm like, so did you know this? And okay, they're, <laughs> they're always interested. I have to say, they're always interested. They always want to know more. Yeah. I've never had one be like, clear. I can tell mm. when they're really uncomfortable. So I, I can tell if someone's uncomfortable. Okay, I can read the room. You do. You do. I'll be like, okay, backing off, backing Not off. With me, though. Not with so, me. <laughs> you want to? What should you do okay. first? You want to do the? First? You do the overview of the phases. Yeah. So I want to make a quick a note one. that none of us are doctors, really? and we're not giving medical advice. But in case you really thought, we but were. all of our, all of our, um, it all everything we're sharing is, um sound scientific stuff that was peer-reviewed by doctors so, unless we say otherwise some minds so not. all of this comes from science just so you know yes okay and i have yes. all the sources so we might include those yes but if you care about those yeah we have a lot of sources if you guys want to learn more let's start with the overview of the four phases and then we're gonna get some really interesting let me just give an overview of what we're gonna do so people like yeah. get an idea so we're gonna talk about like what's really going on because you probably actually don't really know what's going on and then we're gonna talk about some of our experiences we're gonna talk about i'm gonna touch a little bit on birth control we're gonna talk about some common conditions to look into that maybe mm. you might experience some of these um these things and then that's pretty much it so yeah Let's get into it. All right. What are the four phases? So there's four phases in the menstrual cycle. Phase one is the menstrual phase. The first day of bleeding, this is um, from Mind Body Green. The first day of bleeding is considered day one of your menstrual cycle. On this day. Hey, Kevin's your mom talking to you when you're in, I don't know what age. (laughs) Oh, man, I hope I get a daughter one day. I got so much to share. She's your mom telling (laughs) you right now. You should teach your sons, too. I should. This is what women go through. Barrett's going to know. Because his mom's a nurse practitioner, and she loves to share a lot about women's health with him. They They actually know a lot. Barrett's going to know so much. (laughs) Okay, so. The first day of your cycle, the hormone progesterone plunges, which causes the uterine lining to shed, a.k.a. your period, ant flow. Sorry. Mother nature, the red devil. <laughs> 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 
Um, okay, so symptoms of this is during this week, your energy is at its lowest in your cycle. You may feel tired and withdrawn. You may want to rest more than usual or even take a day off. But wait, let's stop and say, what is uterine lining? And people are like, what the heck is that? Everyone knows you got a uterus, right? It's got a lining in there Level and it's got a shed and then it's, it's like a re- snake regrow shed and regrow yes basically yeah. like i mean that's how close. animals shed skin that's close yeah, and something i didn't really think about till i was older is like that is a that's a lot on your body that's a taxing you're like, shedding the process. lining and and I, I feel like I would always just kind of ignore my body and be like, okay, stop doing that. And just try to power through my days. Stop doing that. And as I've gotten older, I've tried to tune in more and be stop like, doing that. I am genuinely so tired. It's the first day of my period, maybe even as the second. As you should be. And it's like, I'm just so going to chill. Like, Good for you, get in touch it. with the fact that your body is doing a lot. And it's okay to just like, don't like put off the chores, put off anything you need to do as much as you can and just chill. Because also, it's a lot. why is it shedding that lining? Because you're not preg. So if you get pregnant, the egg will implant into the lining and be yes. like, all right, time to, okay, her, for instance, and all of us, the egg implants and it goes, time to grow. Let's stay in this nice lining and let's keep growing. And if you're me and grow, you have grow, identical grow. twins, the egg goes bling and splits in half and then you have two children. And it stays in that lining, right? It's implants oh, in that lining. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, if it doesn't, so that, that egg didn't, it tried, maybe didn't try, didn't implant. And then it's like, all right. Well, Bye. we got to shed all Time this. We don't have to hold this here for nine months. It's going to shed. So it burns the house down. So I didn't shed it until later. Wait, later. Uh, okay. So it had to shed. Get it? That's why. Get it? Maybe no. that's we why. Did, but Since yeah. this is the the menstrual phase, like maybe we could talk about like anyone have any experiences or anything they well, want to share about theirs or no. I think we should just no, go, through. Go, through go through go through the overview and then we'll yeah. go through. Yeah. We'll okay. go through the overview and then okay. kind of see what happens. So what is. happens after that? All, I think that's the one what thing happens? we know. We're like, oh, we're bleeding. We know what's going on. But then after that, we're Do like, we know? what's going on after that? For the next... People know, yeah, because it's a whole For the next few weeks, what's happening. So the next one is the, the phase two is the follicular phase. This phase follows just after menstruation. It's called the follicular phase because your pituitary gland releases a hormone called follicle stimulating hormone aka fsh i didn't know that which stimulates the follicles in your ovaries to mature fyi these follicles contain your eggs oh so guys it's what do you think it's doing there it's getting what does that mean it's getting a follicle to mature what does that mean the egg getting ready to take a trip down to the lining i heard this on the right? kardashians they're like trip. you have a good follicle yes you get it it's like <laughs> let's get this egg well, ready to be shipped out to the uterus, yeah. I love it. the lining. I and in terms it. of what your hormones are doing, it says estrogen, estrogen, that's hard to say, estrogen and testosterone start to rise. Woo! Yes, women have testosterone during this phase. Great time. This will bring you a boost of energy and it can improve your mood. Ooh, yeah. It does. This is we a time when you may feel a wide variety of feelings related to self-sufficiency. Yeah. Woo! Love it. Because that period of time is just a sensitive time. I cry a lot. Okay. Um, the next one is the ovulatory phase, phase three. Ovulation is the culmination of all the hard work your body has been doing over the last couple of weeks. Oh, this is a major key. An egg, an egg gets released from its follicle on, in your ovary and will survive for 12 to 24 hours. So really, that that period, if you're trying to conceive, which we've both been through that journey, you're only fertile in the period of time surround. Like when that egg is alive, that's when it can happen. Like it's not every single day of the month. It's around, I, I can't remember the exact number, but it's like it's five like days five before and a couple days after. Yeah, Depending on how long, because... It's kind, it's kind of a, a sticky thing, but it's like you if you're taking like an LH test, which is a luteinizing hormone, once you have a positive on that, that doesn't mean that the egg has already been released. It means that like that you're rises <laughs> and then within a period of maybe 24 hours later, even up to 48 hours later, your body releases an egg. So it's interesting. It all kind of goes together. Hmm. And then in terms of what your hormones are doing at That's that time, <laughs> estrogen and testosterone rise to peak levels, boosting the effects of the follicular phase. You may feel that you look better and feel more confident, so it'll be easier to verbalize your thoughts and feelings. Love it. And everyone's cycle is different, but um, most, the average cycle is 28 days. And so this happens about halfway through your cycle. So around, if you have a 28-day cycle, it's around day 14 that you will, so day day one is the first day of your period. Day 14 is around when you would release the egg, roughly. Some Okay, so for a lot of 
people that doesn't happen. It can be like a lot later or they might have like months. That's a different situation. Yeah. Um, or like 50 days. This happened to me um, when I was trying to conceive her actually that year. Um, it was like my periods were lasting a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the cycle was lasting a really long time. And that... Basically, the two things we just mentioned, the follicular phase right before ovulation and then the bleeding that whole time, um, that 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 part before ovulation could go on for a long time because your body's like trying to ovulate. So mm-hmm. basically, the, what she said, all these hormones, right? It's like the symphony of hormones. This one's going up. This one's going down. Now this one's going down. This one's going up. And this one's slowly rising. This one's plummeting. All these things are happening. That's why as – think about as a woman, we're going through so many – all these wild changes with these hormones all the time. If you look at a, a graph of it, it looks pretty wild. All the things that are happening, like each different day of the week, it's like different levels, right? Mm-hmm. So all these things have to happen for to, to get that egg to release. The specific things have to happen. If they don't happen, now why would they not happen? If some other thing comes in and disrupts them, such as possibly stress hormones is one option, um, those can disrupt it and... Your body's like, oh, eh, now we can't get that perfect wow. symphony in place to drop that egg, right? Mm. Yeah, and that's interesting story about that, actually. When I was in my trying to conceive phase, um, I spoke with my, um, Max and I did um, natural family planning, whoop, which basically teaches you all about like the natural signs of a woman's fertility. So mainly like cervical mucus and um, basal body temperature. There's a lot of different things you can do that kind of oh, show you. That word. It's just we we said, whatever. Oh, I'm not going to say it again. Cervical fluid. Yeah, that's better. I think that's grosser. But um, anyway, that stuff, CM, as some people call it. And then um, your 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 basal body temperature. Your body has a lot of natural signs of fertility. So funny story about what she mentioned about the stress thing. My body was showing me all the signs that it was... It was about to ovulate and like everything was going in that direction. And then something very, very stressful happened. It was like right around the day that I was expecting myself, my body to ovulate. And I watched all the signs just like stopped. It just like mm. completely meh, done. And then about, I think it was like eight or 10 days later, then my body was like showing it again and then it did it. And my teacher told me, they're like, oh yeah, that's actually like can happen if your body is like trying to ovulate and you get, you get really, really stressed. Basically, like reproduction is like the opposite of um, it's like if your body's in fight or flight, you can't really reproduce. You have to be like at a, in a restful state. So because, yeah. because your body's going, we are stressed right now. We need to allocate all of our resources to the most important things like running away, being alert, all these different things like that. Not getting pregnant. This is a time mm-hmm. of danger. This is not a safe time to get pregnant. So that's what happened to me that year. My period, my whole like the whole cycle was like late 30 days, 40 something days, like multiple times that year, I was very, very high stress. It was a lot going on. I was sleep deprived. I was just having a really rough time. That was when Kath and Lise both went on maternity leave at the same time. There's a lot going on at once. I was so stressed. So my body kept trying to ovulate and then not ovulate. So your body will continue to try. So it tries, the stress happens, it can't do it. So we'll try again, like a week later for me. Same what she was saying. And it, co- it couldn't again. So then we'll try again. And then it will finally actually ovulate. And then once it actually ovulates, once that egg actually comes down, then the next part, which yeah. you can get to. And also, I just want to make a quick note that there are also other reasons that your body might not ovulate, not ovulate properly. And we're going to get into some of those later on in the episode. Um, okay. So phase four is the luteal phase. It's the final phase of the woman's cycle. Um, The first two to three days of this phase will feel a lot like the ovulatory phase. That changes when estrogen and progesterone decline and your body starts producing progesterone. I don't know why they didn't really explain what that phase is. Maybe I should pull up my other source for that one. Because I feel like that didn't explain the science of it. That was just more talking about the hormones. I can say one thing that we said before, which is what's happening there is either an egg, that egg is being fertilized or not being fertilized and implanting or not implanting. And then you are either pregnant or not pregnant. And then you're either about to shed the lining or about to start growing the baby. So your body's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. It's like, all right, what's, what's, what's about, what message are about yeah. to be sent? It's like, Here, here's the other, this is a Healthline article that I found about it. Um, luteal phase. In this phase, the follicle that released the egg produces hormones that thicken and ripen the uterus to ready it for pregnancy. Each woman's <sighs> menstrual cycle is unique. The length of each cycle and its phases can vary. 
I think that's pretty much it. If you're trying to get pregnant, it can help to know whether your follicular and luteal phases are long or short and when in your menstrual cycle they happen. So mm. yeah, the, basically the way I think of it is like, yeah, kind of what you said, like your body releases the egg and then the luteal phase is like that kind of critical time when you're trying to conceive, people call it the two week wait. You're waiting to see like, did the egg take? Did it like properly implant? So there's actually like a viable like baby in there or did it, was it like, and eh, this is not the time. And then it just didn't do anything. Cause that's the interesting part that as soon as you have um, ovulated, release that egg, you're going to get your period or be pregnant. Um, and you're gonna, if you're gonna get your period, it's gonna happen within um, about 14 days. That's That one can't go on forever. Like the other one can go on for a long time. That one doesn't. As soon as it's out, it's like, all right, you have like 14, 16 days around then. And then it's like gonna shed the lining. Or shorter. Some people it's shorter than or that. Or you're gonna be pregnant. Yeah, it can but, have a really short luteal but it's not going to be like months. As yeah. far as I'm aware, I've never seen anything say it could be months. The first one can yeah, go the for months. It's usually the first part that's long, elongated. Because your body elongated. keeps trying to. Yeah, your body could not be able to ovulate for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it's interesting. I think, years. Like, I had a friend who... People who um, lose their periods for years. Yeah, they can. Yeah. I had a friend that um, struggled with infertility and she had a period. She was ovulating, so they couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then they found out that she had this condition. I can't remember what it was called, but it was where the egg like it like got stuck somehow. Like it didn't oh. fully like leave. So there's like, there's different things that can happen where it's like Weird. your body's not properly, or it like, it like went in itself instead of like going out. I can't remember. Interesting. I think it was called like lufts or something. Something kind of rare. Yeah. So, that's really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So we were going to say our experience with each week. We're saying, do you notice if you have like a general, like regular period of like week to week, have you noticed feeling different in all of these phases yes me too oh my god <laughs> i have to yes okay so week one it's like period week horrible hate it bad I bad bad do it. um well no not really it's just like the first couple days for me are bad and then i'm like oh and then i start feeling good and I'm just on a climb. Life's climb, but the view's great, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, I have so much energy. I am such a great person. Love I it. love my life and myself. Yay. <laughs> but then some, okay, this doesn't happen every month, but some months during that ovulation time, I literally feel like, like the dark side of the moon or something like I don't know what don't that know means, what that actually. Means. But, like, Wait, a werewolf what? on a full moon, like, I feel crazy. Oh, like, yes. I feel I more crazy. This. Like, the hormones at that time make you feel more crazy than, like, the PMS hormones. I feel, like, I totally like buzzing like with like energy. Restless. And, like, huh. Have like, you ever just gone on a run? Because I've yes. done that at night. Not, like, late. But I've been, like, <gasps> and yes, just gone on and like, listened to music and being, like, ah, during, like, ovulation yes, every and time. I, I asked my therapist, I was like, it makes me feel crazy. Could too. I be a, a werewolf? bipolar? <laughs> because I feel like I have Wait, manic I episodes. Like I and she was like, girl, you're not bipolar. I was like, okay. She's like, do you know about the phases of your cycle? And I was like, I don't. She is and me. then she knew that I just felt manic because I was ovulating. That's I was so like, wow, thanks, wonder, girl. If it's the, thanks for the heads up. I wonder what it is. Getting so not every month does that happen, but I do feel I'm more confident. I yeah. feel better about myself. Like my clothes look better. My skin's better. I'm just like happier overall. Energy, energy, energy. And then it just all crashes down. <laughs> And then I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so ugly. Ah. And well, not necessarily every time. I'm so it's like tired. Extreme. I'm so ugly. <laughs> so like the extreme weeks. So it's like every month is not necessarily this extreme, but usually there's at least some level of that. Oh, Laura, I just looked it up uh, for that time. Estrogen's climbing. Yes. Like what you're saying. And it says estrogen acts everywhere in the body, including the parts of the brain that control emotion. Some of estrogen effects include increasing serotonin and the number of serotonin receptors in the brain, modifying the production and the effects of endorphins, the feel-good chemicals oh. in the brain. Yep. That makes so much sense. So, yeah, then I'm just sad and then I cry at random then things. Then it plummets. Then yeah, I'm I like, what? That. And that's when progesterone rises, which makes you tired. It's the calm mm, hormone. So it's so like, annoying. Calm. I don't feel calm, though. I just want to eat everything and cry in my bed. <laughs> and then that's how I feel until I get my period again. And then it all starts mm. over. Eat Not everything sure. and cry in my bed. Yeah. That's funny. I yeah, yeah. Mine's basically the same as what Lauren said. 
Yeah, I feel like mine is, I just feel like very, very sensitive in the, like the PMS, kind of the end luteal phase. It's like, <laughs> I definitely get really mad and like sad. And I, I kind of get this feeling that like everyone hates me and I'm alone. Mm. I'm like, I'm never going to be loved. And Max is like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any true friends. He's like, yeah, you do. I'm like, no, I don't. I feel like I just I get, I, and then true my friend comes like a day later and I'm like, oh my God. That makes so much sense. You know who gets the most mad? <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. She's so scary. Yeah, she does. I don't I, think I she'd like be offended by that. I don't show it right, as Lisa? much, except for in a max. I'm just like... But on the inside, I'm like, you, I can what always, did you mean by that? I can always tell because Lisa gets really mad. Yeah. I'm like, ah. She gets like irritable. She's like, just like... Like me when yeah. I was pregnant with Bear in the beginning. Oh I was gosh. really angry. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I've definitely so noticed scared. throughout mine, like... How there's certain times where you try on your clothes and you're like, everything yes. looks so bad. Yes. Why does everything yes, look so it, bad? Like you haven't gained weight or anything. You're just like, it's like it looks it, bad. Everything ah. looks bad on me. Or sometimes you're like, oh, I actually look pretty good. Hmm, nice. So I think that that confidence, it's like, it's not very subjective. It's like, it goes up and it down kind of feels with like your hormones. I'll never, like clothes will never look good again. Yeah. And you're like, oh wait, they do look good again. And then those Thank days goodness. you start saying, I'm more than a body. I'm a human <laughs> being. But it's okay. nice to know the hormonal aspect of it because then it, you can be like, okay. Yeah, it makes you reason. feel better. Yeah. You're like, okay. Makes you feel like less yeah. crazy, less on a roller coaster. I'm like, okay, what? I don't have no friends. I'm not alone and hopeless. It's Wait, okay. do you want to say why, like, why you don't, we don't really want to talk about it? Like, so everyone's I not like. I just don't like talking about this kind of stuff. So I don't think we silenced you. I said that in the beginning, guys. I just don't like talking about this kind of stuff because I feel awkward. But you I'm don't a mind us. private man. But do you mind us doing the topic? No, I don't care. I think it's informative. I'm just listening. You just don't want to. Yeah. So that's yeah, fine. That's fine. We it love is. boundaries. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I just don't feel the need to share information sometimes. Yeah. Don't have to. Thank yeah, you. you don't. That's we good. We love yeah. to see it. We love. Do you want to? We talk love about to hear it. Commissions or. Yeah. Um, there's not really much to say about this, but we're just going to say. This is something that interests me as someone that is. Conditions? Yes. As someone that is always um, hyper. Uh, whatever I'll focus on things that could be wrong mm. oh this is yeah. a good thing to know to like be like if you have some of these signs or something yeah like try to get it checked or something so there's like definitely more than these but these are two of the most common ones you hear of are pcos and endometriosis none of us have that we know of, these of that we know of or none of us yeah. have had like anything severe enough for us to like look into these two it's interesting though because i know with endometriosis i've now heard of several people that I i've talked no to symptoms. that have no asymptomatic um, and a very severe case of it when they this, think with, yeah we're we'll trying to conceive one. right That's we wanted it? to raise awareness about these two conditions because a lot of women have them and don't know yes. yeah we're finding out and then it's very empowering to know like these are the signs to look for if you if any of these sound like you you should see your doctor and see you read what's going on yeah so yeah pcos it. oh one of my great friends actually a couple of my close friends have this and it's just like it's a rough one um Okay, so PCOS, this is from Healthline. Um, it stands for polycystic ovary syndrome, and it's a condition, condition that affects women's hormone levels. Women, women with PCOS produce higher than normal amounts of male hormones. This hormone co imbalance causes their body to skip menstrual periods. Um, this says it makes it harder to get pregnant. I know for a fact that's not always true. I have one friend that had no problem getting pregnant and has PCOS, so I don't think that's always true. Um, sometimes very can. true, sometimes not at all. Yeah. PCOS can cause hair growth on the face and body and baldness. <gasps> I have hairs. I do too. I have I a couple. Think. Maybe we have PCOS. <laughs> um, it can contribute to long-term health problems like diabetes and heart disease. So some of the symptoms of PCOS, irregular periods... Um, a lack of ovulation prevents the uterine lining from shedding every month. Some women with PCOS get fewer than eight periods a year or none at all. So their body keeps trying to ovulate, basically, but the hormones are not doing that perfect symphony that you need. We mentioned before, as she sang. Yeah. So then it's like keeps trying. That's why it goes so long and finally ovulates way later. Another sign is heavy bleeding. The uterine lining builds up for a longer period of time. So the periods you do get can be heavier than normal. Yeah. Um, hair growth. More than 70% of women with this condition grow hair on their face and body, including on their back, belly, and chest. Excess hair growth is called hirsutism. That's how you say it. Acne. Male hormones can make the skin oilier than usual and cause breakouts on areas like the face, chest, and the upper back. Weight gain. Hair thinning and baldness. And um, darkening of the skin, so in areas like the neck, groin, and under the breasts, and then headaches. 
Mm. So those are some of the symptoms of PCOS. So if, if any of those sound like you, it's really good just to get checked out and see if you have it or not. So you can kind of start to, you know, treat that and try to find the root causes of everything. And if you are seeing a doctor and they like totally dismiss you, find another one. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of women tell their stories and like they tell their stories about having to go to a lot of different doctors. It's really messed yeah. up. To find one that will like help them. I will say from my, I have a few friends that struggle with both of these conditions we're mentioning. And um, I, I have two friends in particular that I've really heard them walk through their stories of like infer, infertility and dealing with these conditions. And I know that both of them, when they saw like regular OBs, didn't really get a lot of help or um, guidance, but they saw a certain type up. of doctor called a natural or NAPRO doctor, which stands for natural procreative technology, which those types of doctors specialize in women's health. And they, they try to help you get to the root cause of what's causing these issues instead of masking them. Um, so the next cause we want to highlight is endometriosis, which is also very common. Um, endometriosis is a disorder in which tissue similar to the lining of your uterus grows outside of your uterine cavity. The lining of your uterus is called the endometrium. Endometriosis occurs when endometrial-like tissues grow on your ovaries, bowel, and tissues lining your pelvis. Symptoms of this are painful periods, cramps one or two weeks around menstruation. So I think it's like even before I remember Mm. reading that, you you have your period, you get cramps. Heavy menstrual bleeding or bleeding between periods, infertility, pain during intercourse, discomfort with bowel movements, lower back pain that may occur at any time during your period. Um, yeah. So those are some of the signs of endometriosis. That is just, that can be an absolutely debilitating condition. We've heard some really, heard. really sad stories from some of our friends who've had it. It can be like just really, really, really scary. So if you are experiencing like a lot of pain and things are really difficult, don't let a doctor just write you off and be like, oh no, it's normal. Don't let that happen. Um, see another doctor, keep seeing them, look online, figure out something, um, do your own research and bring it to the, maybe you have to convince your doctor. I don't know. That's kind of messed up. Sometimes people do have to do that. You have to convince their doctor, but you have to be your own advocate. I mean, you know, doctors seeing a lot of people, maybe they're having a really tired day. Maybe something just slipped their mind. You know, you got to be your own advocate and you got to really push sometimes because you do not deserve just live in debilitating pain all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's not no. right. I've heard some. Yeah, I've heard some really. It's common, but it's stories. not normal. You shouldn't have to live with your period literally knocking you out. Like, I have several friends that are that have had that experience, and it's like that just shouldn't have to be your norm. And there are people out there that are working mm-hmm. to find solutions to get to the root of things rather than just masking symptoms. So then I'll touch really quick on birth control. I don't have that much say in it, but I just am more wanting to say something that will hopefully pique your interest. So you will do your own research, look into things. So I want to say that a lot of, I've been talking to a lot of women about this lately. A lot of women don't know how birth control that they're taking works. There's lots of different types of birth control, lots of different things. Things can be implanted, inserted, taking different pills, different types, um, and different things are hormonal. Some are not. Um, but the point is a lot of women don't know how they work and they're taking these things all the time or they have them and they don't know what's going on in their body. And something that really worries me is that a lot of women are taking hormones, hormonal birth control, but they don't know the levels of their hormones prior to them. So I'll tell you why this really worries me for one um, reason specifically. Um, so I learned about like blood clotting stuff a lot in my first pregnancy because I was possibly mis- at least misdiagnosed with like a more severe than it actually was um, blood clotting disorder. And I had to do like a shot for a blood thinning and all this stuff. But um, so I learned about how um, hormones affect blood clotting and having certain like higher levels of certain things will affect um, clots forming, which can be deadly, by the way. It's a very serious thing. And um, if you take certain types of birth control, when you have that issue, you could your body could form a deadly clot, but you didn't know that because you weren't tested to see mm. like if you have those, if you have these conditions or these levels of Doesn't certain it things. it seem like doctors should test people for clotting disorders before giving them birth control? I would think yes, but no. I don't think I've ever heard of that happening from any friends. Maybe it does happen regularly, but. Yeah, I haven't. Something actually increased your risk I think I've heard clots. of one person told me they did. Yeah, it's, it's scary. It's a scary thought. So um, 
My, I know one friend, like she said, she was telling me about her friend who was on birth control and it was causing her these debilitating migraines. And mm-hmm. she had no idea that she already had, I think she was, I think it was she had high estrogen mm-hmm. and then she was taking estrogen. And mm-hmm. once they actually test her hormones, which it, apparently it sounded like it was kind of a fight to even get them to test her hormones, which I'm like, why do we, for women's healthcare, it's just really messed up. Like, why do we have to fight to get these things like paid attention to and tested, whatever. So I just want to say, look into what you're doing and see what's actually happening. And then possibly, you know, consider like getting, it'll be hard. I don't, you have to go on that journey, but getting your hormones tested and seeing like what's really going on. Like if you have a lot of period problems and then um, birth control like really helped that, that would suggest possibly, you know, hormones are out of whack in some ways. And that could suggest even other health. This is what scares me. If you have another health condition that you don't know, it's undiagnosed and it's affecting your hormones, it's affecting your body. And that's causing like period problems, for instance. And then you take birth control and then it goes away because you're not getting your period anymore. Um, you don't know what's actually wrong in your body. Mm -hmm. And it's just like laying there dormant, like still happening, something's still off. You still have um, a hormonal issue or or something going on and you don't know it because you're masking it. That's just something I worry about. And I know that um, a lot of women are like, I had these horrible debilitating periods and then I took birth control and it changed my life. It made me, my life so much better, which I'm not saying that didn't happen. I totally am acknowledging your experience. I totally get that. That's great that you feel better, but... Do you wonder what's going on? Like, what's actually wrong? Why didn't they test and see, like, are my levels really out of whack? Was that causing these issues? That's what I'm wondering. Like, mm, that's yeah. that's what I'm going to say. I want to say that. I just want to say, look, I am keep doing this. I'm like, because it's so, um, people get really mad about this. But it's very really, controversial. It's like, it is controversial, but we're just trying to empower you guys to take charge of your own health and that's all not I'm just saying. accept um, a solution that's not really a solution if if you if you have in your gut that you feel like there's something deeper going on there are resources out there to look into that further and a napro doctor is a great place to start they have them all over the country if you're in the u.s they, i think they have in other countries as well i'm sure they do so check that out um look into that if that's something that you're interested in so going into about like how sometimes things that are deeper can be masked if you don't really know what's going on here's some examples um this is these are some different health things that what could be going on deeper than what the symptom could be saying. Fatigue. So fatigue could be a sign that you might have low iron levels, anemia, or possibly a thyroid or hormonal disorder. Um, Cramping is normal, but if it's extremely painful, that could be a sign that you might have endometriosis or uterine fibroids, which is something that I actually have. I don't have endometriosis, but I do. It'd be interesting if you had that issue, you went on birth control, never actually found out if you had endometriosis. Then you're later in life, you're married, you're getting, you're trying to get pregnant and you go like, a long time trying to figure out what the heck's going on and you could have been diagnosed earlier and avoided a lot of pain if if your doctor had been like, you know, let's look into why this is mm-hmm. happening rather than, hey, I have this um, like solution right now you can just take and it will go away instead of being like, wait, let's figure out why. Just, just saying, just saying. And also if your period, if just in general, if your period just disappears and it's not really happening, that's definitely something to look into. Um, some of the things that they mentioned that could be causing that can be high levels of stress or extreme weight loss. Um, and the last thing I was going to share was, um, how your, your basal body temperature. So that means when you first wake up in the morning and taste your taste, take your temperature, um, before getting out of bed or moving or anything that, um, that's like your, your basically like base temperature. I was going to talk about tracking, but I feel like it's too long. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's basically what it is. It's just your temperature rises and falls throughout your cycle. And that can tell you different things about your fertility. That's a really cool thing. I didn't know is that in the first half, um, it's like lower. And then as soon as you ovulate, when the egg comes out, when the egg comes out, your temperature will rise, assuming everything's going great. And you can like track that and see what's going on. I had no idea. You're like warmer for half and then cooler for the other half. I didn't know that. I thought that was cool. And that can tell you about your health. Can tell you about, for instance, I think you're like, if you have low progesterone, you can have lower temperatures. Yeah. So you can see, hey, my temperatures are lower. And you can go in and get your progesterone tested and figure out, oh my gosh, I have a problem with low progesterone. Yeah. What could be causing this? And then you can figure out what's the cause of that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I would definitely look into just search basal body temperature. It's a really interesting thing. And if you have um, um, consistently low temperatures, that can be a possible sign of a thyroid problem. So that's something that I found a bunch of articles about that you can look into. 
Um, and the last thing is cycle length and fertility. So there's been some studies in the Annals of Epidemiology Journal um, that said that um, pr- they did a big study with 2,100 women. A study found that women who had cycles of 26 days or fewer had a reduced chance of becoming pregnant. So it's just interesting. Like, I'm just sharing that to say, like, so many things about the length of your cycle, your temperature, you know, these different symptoms can tell you a lot about your health. And it's really good to inform yourself and know so you can empower yourself to like take charge of your health because it, it really is like a big marker of health, how your cycle is doing. So something you could do right now, assuming you're getting a period and you're not on birth control, because that is different if you're on birth control, um, that's doesn't apply for tracking your cycle because look into what actually happens with your birth control. You'll see what I'm talking about. But um, something we suggest is getting an app, like a period tracking app, and it lets you track your temperature. You need to look at how to do it right. Also, your cervical fluid, which I was, I was just shocked. I saw this like TikTok that's like, okay, so some people just call it discharge, but it's it's cervical fluid. Um, I saw this TikTok and this girl's like, I thought, I forgot what she said, but she she Thought had no idea. Yeast infections for two years. I've heard people say that. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah people like... <laughs> don't know because it. Oh, we didn't mention this. I feel bad that for with all the hormones going on and changing, um, your cervical fluid changes with the hormones. So, and it will tell and that you will tell you different things about your fertility. Yes, interesting. There's a certain type that's fertile, and the rest of it is not. A certain type it changes to a certain consistency when you're gonna when you're about to ovulate because it's like trying to help you get pregnant. So you'll have a very specific type and it will change in amount and like look, texture, consistency. It will all change throughout the month. So it doesn't mean you're getting a bunch of infections. Normally you could be, but that does not what the changing can always mean. It already changes with the hormones. So that's the thing I wanted to mention. So they're saying they had no idea that it just changes all the time. So when you get the app, it, it tells you to, um, to like, say what type you're having that day. It's like, is it, does it look like this? Does it feel like this? Is it this consistency? Is there a lot? Is there a little? And you track that as well. And that can tell you stuff as well. And if, yeah, if that's the thing that interests you, just look into fertility awareness methods. The one that I was trained in is symptothermal method. And it's just a really good, a lot of biomarkers about what your fertility is doing and what your body's doing. Really, really good informative stuff. Yeah, you don't have to be trying to get pregnant to do this. It just yeah, teaches just you about your cycle. Know. That's yeah. all it does. Good to know about your health overall. So we could talk about this for years, <laughs> which I will be talking about this till I die. <laughs> but we're gonna, we're gonna stop. And we're gonna move on to Sister Spotlight. So each week in the Simrally podcast, we put the spotlight on a different sister. We have Get Real with Christina, Sappy or Sassy Thoughts with Kath, Lisa's Corner, Amy's Current Crisis, and Lauren's Take. And this week, the spotlight goes on... Amy's Current Crisis. Hello. Hello. Um, Amy's like, my current crisis was sitting through that right now. Yes. It was. your current crisis. That was a current crisis for sure. Um, you made okay. it through. So I'm going to tell um, a bit of a story. It wasn't a crisis. It was just an interesting thing that happened to me. <laughs> okay. No. So let me set the scene. I was in church. It was the morning. I was chilling in Cedar Rapids. Not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was chilling, you know, worshiping the Lord, blah, blah, blah. Mm, okay. Anywho, I looked down at my foot. And what is on my foot? But... A saint medal. Like, if you know how they have the little, like, medals that have different saints on them? And I was shook because I pick it up, and it's this random thing that I've never seen. I don't know who this person is. I don't know why it's Wait, on my it foot. Landed it on your foot? It, I didn't feel it land on my foot on either. On top of your foot? No, it was on top of my foot, my skin. I was wearing Whoa, sandals. That's and weird. I didn't feel it or anything. It just was there face down. That's crazy. Like, I had no clue Wait, what saint was it? I'm getting there. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's kind of the point of the story because it's kind of funny. Anyway, so I literally looked down and I'm like, wait, first of all, I didn't feel anything like, I didn't feel anything (gasps) land on my foot. I didn't hear anything land on my foot. It landed on my skin. Not a shoe. Like I had no clue why or what happened. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. So I pick it up and I'm like, okay, what is this? Interesting. Also, it wasn't like the little jump ring had broken or anything it was still fully attached i think or maybe it didn't have i don't remember maybe it didn't have one maybe i had to put one on whatever however the reason happened i literally pick it up and i was like what the heck so i started asking people around me i was like oh did anybody Drop lose this? this and not another people i asked were like yeah that's mine so i was like i guess it 
That's I know. so weird. I was so confused though. Because this was also in like a 150-year-old church, you know? Things happen mm. in 150-year-old churches, I feel like, you know? Mm. They're a little spooky, okay. you know? Okay. Mm. There's a lot of vibes that go on. Okay. So yeah. I was spooked though. Because I was like, what's going on? So then I get home and I start Googling, guys. I'm like, hmm. Saint with red headscarf, Saint red hairpiece, and nothing is coming up. Nothing is coming up. And it's this, because it's this picture of this girl, and she has like a red headscarf on. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this? There's no name on it? No. It's just a literal picture of her. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I couldn't find it by, like, Googling because it wasn't (laughs) working. So I was like, I texted um, one of my friends who I, like, I will, or no, I asked one of my friends who was there, and she's like, oh, I really have no clue, but probably this other girl knows. She, like, loves the saints and stuff. So I was like, cool, I'll text her. So I texted her. She knew exactly who it was. I sent her a picture. She's like, oh, this is Saint Divina. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, I wonder what her thing is because there's, like, patron saints. She's the patron saint of mental illness. <laughs> God gave me a medal of the patron saint of mental illness on my foot randomly, and I will never know why. <laughs> but I just never know why I, I don't know I don't know guys is God trying to tell me something I don't know but <laughs> I we kept it and I was here. like okay if this is something I'm gonna you know need for something who knows so I have God just saying necklace. I want you to invest in your mental health it yeah, was just so right. strange guys I saw it and I was like why is God trying to tell me I'm mentally ill? Then you have a panic? Yeah, I did a panic a little bit before. I was like, and then I was like, hmm. I have panicked a lot in this church. Church when I'm supposed to be listening. Who knows what God was trying to say? I'll have to ask I mean, mental somehow. illness, depression, anxiety, OCD, you know. Happens to I feel like stuff. mental illness, people think it means like, I don't know, something that it doesn't mean, but it, yeah. those are yeah, mental depression, illnesses and anxiety. that we all we all got them. deal with. So, yeah, that is the time that God maybe told me I was mentally ill. Who knows? But, yeah, that was a very He said invest day. in your mental health. He said invest yeah. in my mental health. That's what God lesson. said to me. It's a good lesson. Well, Amy, thank you for that. Guys, you got to join us next week because I'm really excited for this episode. The parenting things one. We're going to do. We already know. Nervous. We already know that it has to be two parts because... These are such like hot These button topics. Go on and on. Oh, We're, no. And I'm so interested in them. It's just going to be really interesting. <laughs> it's going to be very intriguing. And I really want to do this later with Lisa. Like I want her to um, answer do all of reprise. them. And maybe we do one episode where she answers all of them and we tell her what our answers were. Mm-hmm. And just like we just state them. We don't talk as long as we will in the next one. That I already know. Be funny. So the next two episodes are going to be the part one and two of the parenting um, thing. It was on TikTok, right? Yes. Yeah, parenting it was like rules. Like a TikTok. Yeah, Our parenting rules for teens. I think it's all teens. Yeah, yeah. Parent, maybe middle schoolers, but yeah. Our parenting rules for teens and middle schoolers coming in the next two episodes. I I literally cannot wait. I woke up in the light thinking about it. Oh my god! <laughs> I was talking to Nick about it last night. Okay, we're gonna go. See you guys later. Thank you guys. Bye. For watching. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Facebook and Instagram.